Hi, I'm Bryce. And I'm Jimmy. We're telecom and creative professionals. We're also fans of podcasting, as our respective careers give us an abundance of windshield time. While there is a podcast for just about any obscure topic you can think of, there was no regular podcast pertaining to Montana politics. And that is why, with our combined powers, we are Montana Voices Podcast. We strive to be an independent voice for all issues pertaining to Montanans and Montana politics. We also strive to be very forthcoming with our personal biases as we attempt to see beyond them. Montana Voices Podcast does not operate in a vacuum. We need your support, whether that be listening to our cast, providing us feedback, sending us conversation topics, sharing our content, or providing financial support. We look forward to a long career in podcasting with your added assistance. So welcome to episode 18 of Montana Voices. We're getting up there in the episodes here, and before we start, we'll run through our business here. You're probably already there right now listening to this as we speak, but if not, our website is always montanavoicespodcast.com. If you'd like to reach out to us to be on the podcast or to let us know if you've got any concerns or comments regarding the show, uh, our email address is going to be montanavoices at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is going to be at Montana underscore voices. Our Facebook account is at Montana Voices Podcast. Our uh, Twitch is twitch.tv slash Montana Voices. And you can find all of our episodes if you search for Montana Voices Podcast on YouTube. Absolutely. And I guess before we get into the business, we have a, the most pressing matter here. The Roadhouse is closed for the Super Bowl tomorrow. It, it, it's only breakfast anyway, so it's not like you'd be there. Oh, it's a breakfast only on Sunday? It is. So they're probably Do they do the hell fries? I don't know. Maybe like hell hash browns. That's almost the same thing. It should be. If they don't, they should really think about it. Um I'm not friends with Tara on Facebook. Like everybody else on our friends list is, it seems, but um Well, they probably enjoy a good burger, so I can I can see why. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, let that be our small business shout-out for the day. Uh, Roadhouse Cafe in Great Falls. Also the most iconic uh, diner in Montana. Per MSNBC's list of 50 most iconic diners, one per state. Uh, so, yeah, they won the mo- one for Montana. Do you... It's not technically a diner, though. I mean, the diner is in the name, but when you think of diner, that's more of home style with a variety of food. It's, it's home just- style. Well, it is home, but it's uh, just burgers. It's a it's a burger, you know, dive for a better, for lack of a better explanation on that. Well, I mean, I consider the dive to be a uh, diner as well. It's got that same atmosphere. There's Coke uh, memorabilia on the walls. Uh, they got their flair on the walls, but you know, we're gonna have to have a burger showdown between the two, and uh, I think the only fair way to do it is to have. You know, burgers ordered at the same time and traveled, meet in Lewistown, so they're equally aged. Granted, a you know, hour-old burger may not be great, but, you know, it's the only way to properly compare these two. Do you think... Oh, jeez, I was going to say, I wonder when we can do this next. Uh, what, when we can have the real burger showdown? Yeah, because I, I feel like we should really do this at some point. It'd be good for the... Uh, just, just good hype overall, you know? Well, absolutely. We'll have to... You know, I'm not friends with any of, of either Tara or, uh, was it Justin? Uh, I forget his name. Or I, uh, I forget. Dive Man, we'll call him that. <laughs> I, I don't know who the family is. I, I'm pretty sure I know. I've been there enough times to know. But best burgers in the state, uh, until that's later challenged, uh, there is a, I forget the name, it's maybe a best burger in Libby, and I'll definitely be experiencing that this week because I'm going up north to the uh, asbestos capital of the United States. So Ooh. I'll have an update for you that and well, and maybe we can toss them in the, the contention here if it works out. A lot of fun up there. Uh, shout out to the uh, Venture Inn in Libby, Montana, if you're staying up there for any elongated period of time, in which point you're going to have to find yourself catching some sleep. Venture Inn is by far the best place to sleep in Libby. Um, absolutely. I haven't even tried the other places, but I understand they have the only hot tub in Libby. Wow. Um, I'm sure, well, you know, I'd like to think that some residents have hot tubs up there, but 
Well, um, may, only public autumn. Uh, I, I would hope so. The it's pretty economically depressed up there, so you know maybe that really is the only hot tub. Sure, or could be the only one. Uh, you know, physically safe. The other ones could be cast out of uh, asbestos potentially. No, I never well. even thought about that. Staying in the venture in, that could be why the ratings are so high. Is uh, they have no asbestos in that building. It's made out of like straight brick, isn't it? Unless that's asbestos brick. Well, I I believe it is brick. So yeah, no asbestos. Uh, last time I was there, I, <laughs> I can't tell you where I was, but I was humored that uh, some of the to hot think. water pipes were labeled non-asbestos. When um, everyone uh, probably shook their heads uh, in disappoint as uh, they built this new fancy hotel out of cinder block. Huh, what a foolish idea. Little did they know at the time. Uh, hindsight 2020, but um, yeah, no longer the asbestos capital of the world. That title goes to uh, Asbestos Russia, I believe. The town literally labeled asbestos, and there's nothing wrong with asbestos. I saw a documentary on it, and um, all this concerns and and rumors and talks of health concerns or whatever is uh, just Western propaganda designed to depress the Russian economy. I see. Well, uh <laughs> I mean, you can only sell it to people who are buying it, I guess, so uh, let them keep selling it. Yeah, I, I guess so. It's uh, their turn to shine. It's sort of the same thing I heard, you know, with um, in defense of China, which is hard to do. China has become a real leader in uh, greenhouse emissions recently. And, of course, America would like to say, China, clean up your act. Um, but the counter to that is... You know, you know, America, you had your industrial revolution. You were allowed to pollute without regard for, you know, some hundred years or so. Um, now it's our turn to, uh, you know, bring ourselves into the first world. Yeah, well, geez. China. Communist China. Chicoms, as uh, Rush would <laughs> call them. Well, we have some actual business to go through. Yeah, uh, no, let's uh, back, let's bring it back to the in-state here, you know? Yeah, absolutely. China, you know, too far. Um, so. We, of course, uh, on last time, we talked about a number of issues, and this list is getting long number of bills, a lot of them that are coming back in April. We'll keep you updated on those. Firework taxes, rape kits, uh, uh, bears and wolf licenses. Oh, uh, my. Some, uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, talks about buying coal strip. Um in the very last episode, uh, the Tribune in Uncertain Waters, we had a cell ban, artillery one, and um, a joint rules changes. Now, on to new business. Let's see, new stuff going on here. Let's see, what, 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 what do we got going on first here? Well, looks like the uh, Salish up here are making a committee and asking for public comments from their people on missing indigenous women. And, uh, and looks like that is definitely needed. We've discussed that in the past about the uh what appears to be the epidemic of missing ind indigenous women which it, um it's uh finally picking up some uh i don't know views i guess some attention from uh the general public and so i think we're going to finally see a lot more done over a lot all of this you know we can hope so um and i'm not sure um you know ex we discussed are not knowing the exact causes of these things but you know part of it is is the uh ambiguity and of who's enforcing what and you know it's sort of understood or uh, i assume understood if you're you know looking to kidnap or traffic somebody um it's probably easier to do the somebody that people aren't really going to look for but of course the salish are looking to change that so um good on them indeed uh, i hope they can get her done and uh we've got uh, tester and danes both on the committee uh Native American committee in Washington, so hopefully some good will come from Washington. It's, you can't even say that. It, does good come from Washington? Uh, I wonder, like, you know, those two must have some great uh, back and forth in the elevator. Do, do they even talk to each other? I have never seen them in the same room, really. Well, I mean, I've seen them in a couple things where they're together, and all I can think is it must be similar to uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Step brothers, but the less funny step brothers. Exactly, but. like step brothers, but like without the humor. <laughs> well, I have never seen Tester play uh, Danes in a game of basketball, exactly. nor go to Taco John's with him. So. Exactly, he's never bought him a burrito. So, 
Uh, I mean, does, does, does Steve Daines even eat food? Uh, no, whatever Republicans eat, so. <laughs> That's terrible. I'm kidding. Um, you know, I'm mostly Republican now. I uh, have a Mercedes, so. Indeed, and a Mercedes, and you're living in Missoula, and um, you hate your neighbors, right? Uh, n- well, f- exceptions. A lot of them are really nice. So, yeah, I got Mercedes and I saw another really one. Really nice, but down you're not going to invite them over for dinner anytime soon, let's be honest. Uh, well, we've lived here for a year and never have, so. Exactly. Yeah, yeah folks, he's turned full Republican. All uh, right. Hey, we've they're uh, finally no longer an echoing chamber here. Yep, exactly. Uh, you know, it was mentioned that we, we argue more, and uh, we'll get more to that. So, well. Well, people to argue with. There's a new boss in town, specifically for the Great Falls superintendent. They've they've made their choice after that. Uh, was it the Minnesota guy actually dropped out? Yeah, um, people were really. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't. Spooked might not be the best word, but it's the only word I can think of for this. Um, like when the guy dropped out, it happened really quick, and from what I understand, they didn't bring in any kind of secondary option or anything. Well, that's that's interesting. So they didn't. I know some people were suggesting that they reopen it and at least have three candidates to actually interview and and go through. Um, and I know it, you know this is a job, but of course it's not a standard job interview. These are open to the public, and your the public's input is considered here. I guess uh, they would be a public servant at this point. Um, but it looks like what was it? Thomas Moore is going to be the next one. He's taking home a salary of about 150k, which is up from sub six figures from last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's telling you. They get the woman out, and they uh, can increase it what 50 percent? Jeez. Yeah, they were. Um, I don't know. Tammy Lacey, they were always really pissed that she was making six figures, but it's like, man, was it six figures? I thought she was just slightly short of it. She was. I think she was at it. Like she was just at that 100k mark, close to it or something to that regard. But um, either way, they thought that no public school official should be uh, paid that much fucking money when uh, these teachers aren't paid that much and when these kids aren't uh, smarter, you know, and... uh. Yeah, we're paying for smart kids here for sure, (laughs) but... Not paying for a good manager so. i'll see both sides I'll, I'll i'll say the un-republican thing and note that this is a managerial position that is managing thousands of employees i don't know how many employees gfpd has but it's got to be in the thousands oh yeah least, then you gotta account for all the fucking kids too so you know that's uh <laughs> obviously it's a big impact job so for somebody that has the skills and the experience and education to do that uh you know i would be surprised if they weren't making six figures yeah, that seems like a, I don't know, it's don't not know, an it's, easy job. It is a sledge, but, you know, you kind of expect the teachers to get into it, you know, for the love of teaching and for the uh, the impact that they do, because um, it's certainly not for the money, but yet we don't expect that, uh, you know, from the uh, administration, which is interesting. Yeah, no one loves to get into it because they love administering. Yeah, so uh, that's sort of a, well... I guess uh, teachers just need, uh, you can't say demand higher pay, because uh, there's a union that's trying to do that. Uh, certainly we're not Chicago, where they're actually, uh, no, Denver, excuse me, it's Denver, where they actually had the most recent teacher strike. Um, and some people they would in argue, California, too, didn't they? Hmm, striking everywhere. We're not going to so, take it. Well, we should cue up that music here, so we can get some copyright strikes. De- but, <laughs> demonetized. Um <laughs> Yeah, let's move on. This topic sucks. Uh. Yeah, well, <laughs> six figures. Apparently, that's about what you need to afford housing in Helena. I pulled this from the Helena Air, where they were um, discussion about the increased housing prices in Helena, and to which Helena has apparently never seen Missoula. My goodness. <laughs> the rent over here is, uh, uh, and with property taxes and restrictions, it's, uh, you know, unfortunately for Missoula, um, most of their problems are in government as far as housing goes. Um, it's almost impossible to to build a new trailer park. We're trying to get away from trailer parks here. They just shut one down near our house, and it was a big kerfluffle while that happened. How did they, like, shut it down? Like, 
Well, they, like kick the out ca- all the residents, or N- yes, they actually did kick out all the residents. Um, with increasing pressure from the city, the county on regulations and everything, and saying they had to, you know, basically pave their roads, which is a of course, prohibitively expensive, and combined with the troubles of actually managing a trailer park, of which there are many, there are they decided to get out of that business. So that lot is still for sale. I see. Does it have all so the trailers? No, the trailers have been torn down, and uh, you know it was sort of sad to see because those people were. I mean, if somebody's living in a trailer, they probably don't have the funds required to move their trailer. Because last I knew that was about five thousand dollars or so if we go through all yeah, the permits. Be- you gotta get all the permits and then you gotta find the uh truck that can make that move then you gotta do all the unhooking um you gotta depending on where you're at too you gotta look into your regulations for the traffic as well and you gotta oh man just driving a trailer it. through missoula my goodness <laughs> yeah can you imagine like I mean, I'm sure some of those have been there for years. And with the way that the city has grown and expanded around it, I wonder if it was in an area where it was even viable to try and get it out or if it was just going to cause so much of a a headache, you know, uh, mid-morning trying to get out of, like, the orange exit or something where they're just like, no way, it's not happening. Well, these people were... uh... And understandably, we're a bit upset about this. And essentially, their property is being taken from them because they do not have the means to move their trailer. And so a lot of them just destroyed their trailers. We had a few fires going on over there. Literally <laughs> walls missing, just furniture, whatever, just thrown willy-nilly, to point out. So that yeah, was an unfortunate side effect that uh, you know people did get really screwed in this. And probably the people with the you know least means in order to handle that. Now, it's interesting that the you know city and county would prefer to push them to you know apartments rather than their you know it's a home ownership essentially to to push them out of that into an apartment. But that appears to be what the city of Missoula prefers with their regulations. There's a lot of them, and even if you're building, uh, we uh, I'm friends with a a family here that you know had big dreams in their eyes about buying some property and building from scratch. Um, but ran into lots of trouble with red tape and are now back living in an apartment because that's what the city of Missoula prefers, I guess. Really? Yeah, they ran that. into some issues. They they really want to do the tiny house movement. I mean, is that not econ- – that seems pretty environmentally responsible, if you ask me. Like buy a plot of land course. and build a tiny house? Yeah, but there is a height minimum requirements in Missoula. Missoula County specifically. So they uh, that's why any mini house or tiny house in Missoula is built on wheels, so it's technically a trailer and not a uh, house because you cannot have a house that small. I see. That's just, wow. Missoula, Missoula sucks, man. Like, that's some stupid regulations. You can't have a house too small. Yeah, there's a, a quite a few stupid regulations, but, you know, Ah, it's the Republican part now to me. Brazil really polarizes you. You're, you're either all for it or you want, uh, you know, nothing to do with this government that we got here. And you know, on the flip side of that, you could argue that the economic activity and all the population in Missoula and our upwards trends necessitate this sort of liberal type government that we have because you do see that in a lot of uh, very metropolitan areas where, you know, does the uh, does the liberal government limit um, what they're doing? Or is it, um, you know, as a result of the economic activity here? Uh, you know, chicken and egg, I couldn't tell you. Okay, well, yeah, you make some good logic there. Um, and that's why I feel like I'm an independent because I, man, that just is irritating having to deal with all of that. I'm on a county land here in uh, Cascade, and it's like a libertarian uh, mecca, I got to say. Yeah, I understand there's some animals there that uh, you can't have in the city. Uh, Great Falls, you can't have chickens for for those of our listeners that don't know that. Uh, There's chicken rules that I think they tried to get rid of those, but they they could not. They did. It was on the ballot this last year. It did not go well, though. It was a defeated attempt. However, um, out here on county land, it's uh, free range all time. You want chickens, you got them, you know? So, 
Well, and I'm you know, just the government spot uh, here too, because I'm within city limits, but I'm still on county land, so uh, we have the ability to do chickening here. Well, it's in county lands, and uh, you know, in the city, uh, the government does hold you back. Uh, apparently, something else the government's holding back us back on, and I didn't even know. Um, there's a new bill coming through. Students cannot consent to sex with uh, teachers or any school employees, for that matter. Oh, good. Well, it's, uh, I, I suppose it's about time, but, you know, uh, the people that would do this sort of uh, thing, I, I don't imagine um, they're deterred much by that. Um, for reference, Senate Bill 132, sponsored by Keith Riger out of Kalispell, Republican. Never heard of him. Uh, neither have I. But uh, elementary or secondary school, that includes high school. I mean, I thought elementary school would uh, was... A given, and maybe the lines get blurred a little bit when you're talking about high school seniors, but elementary school shouldn't even need to be listed here. That's a completely different felony. I thought you were talking about like uh, university students when you said school. I guess I didn't. Well, seems really stupid for to have this rule for like we need we need to like put time into passing this law for third graders that is already blanket covered by. This law about having sex with kids in the first place. Like, it's. This is. God damn it. Why are we after. This is stupid. This should make laws that covered. But just a blanket. Don't have sex with anyone under 17 in high school. Um, is the age of 17 or 18 in Montana? I can't recall. Because, like most normal, regular people, this has never been a concern for me. So, I'm not sure. It's got to be at least 18 or maybe younger. Dude, I don't know. Um, you know, I've found a, a really good way to not ever have trouble with any of this is to go with someone uh, who is older than you. Brilliant. Uh, no way. Well, or at least your age and secondary. Is that talking about high school or middle school? Uh, secondary education. Secondary I think secondary means like college, but I don't know. Well, we'll have an answer here shortly. The last four years of school, so it is high school. The last four years of uh, statutory formal education. God, we looked up a definition. We used the internet for good. Um, yeah, elementary school. Maybe that language was just tossed in there, but also secondary school. I did discuss maybe a line being blurred when you're talking about an actual 18 year old even though you shouldn't um and and it it would technically be legal before this law um this just states that they cannot give consent because they that you know seems pretty common sense to me but if you're talking about a 17 18 year old they obviously aren't in a position to give consent to an educator or any student i guess that technically makes that uh what would be a consensual relationship outside of school, if you're a school employee, this would then make that rape, since it's just changing definitions here. Right? I don't know. If you're if you're banging kids, it should be rape. So, Well, absolutely. But if it's an 18-year-old in high school. Yeah. Well, well it absolutely listen, should be. If, if we're going to talk about all this uh, you know, sexual misconduct, can we at least talk about it with... Let's bump the age up a bit here and talk about... Uh, you know, older people misconduct. Uh, next topic. Older people misconduct. <laughs> uh, there's a, a a sex thing in the governor's office. Maybe there's, you know, I I first picked this up on was it a Capital Whispers? It's sort of a gossip site. It's the sort of... <laughs> that sounds like an erotic novel series. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like straight up. On the shelf at uh, Albertsons. Well, it almost reads like that because one of the things, and it's completely anonymous. I I could not find out whom is, you know, putting this up and doing the actual writing for this. This is the actual host. Sounds like the work of Bill O'Reilly. You know, he it could be one of his cronies, definitely involved here. But I I was really curious to figure out who might be running this thing, and so far I have not made any headway. So, if any of our listeners have any information who runs Capital Whispers, um, or Capital Rumors, now I'm going to have to look it up again. But for quite a while, there's a number of articles um, 
sort of alluding and suggesting that uh, Bullock is some sort of sexual fiend, basically. I thought it was his aide. Uh, well, his aide actually got in some trouble. Um, and that, something actually happened there. Um, he was fired before, and apparently he's been fired again. Or resigned. Let's see. So, yeah, I was more focusing on... This is Kevin O'Brien, who ran his gu- uh, Bullock's gubernatorial campaign uh, and uh, worked in New York City. What's he doing over there? Anyway, so he got fired over there. Um, and apparently was seeing got fired again. Um, maybe unknown stuff, his history was unknown at the time, was completely possible. Um, so I don't know, I need getting fired. Not the big news. Um, but the other concern is, um, yeah, I'm not sure if there's any truth to, you know, what this uh, website says about Bullock and his sexual fiendness that goes on at the Capitol. Yeah, I mean, I've never heard of this site before, so I guess we'll see, but, um... We will get Jeez, back to Bullock I mean, it, in a it, moment. If that's the case and Bullock is a sexual fiend, then I say he should probably not be our governor. But uh, Oh, that, there could be more of him later. We'll we'll get to that in a moment. But speaking of fiendishness, uh, I'm gonna, I just filed this under Tester No. On an interview, he says he favors compromise on the border wall. And it almost sounds like that he would be in favor of a wall if it was not called a wall, is uh, how the word structure. You know, it's hard to get through to politicians that are... You know, try to make things as ambiguous as they can to appeal to as many people as they can. So that was suggested. And that I feel that a lot of Democrats are willing to compromise on. If it's a wall, call it something else because, you know, we, we're dug in on our heels on no wall. But uh, a reinforced concrete fence, maybe. I think he just wants to see an ending to all this nonsense. And uh, he understands that Trump's crazy and sometimes you have to use some just crazy tactics to deal with crazy people and that's what he's trying to do here it sounds like so he's compromising on it and saying yeah let's throw him five bucks and he can five (laughs) five billion bucks the down payment yeah that's that was an acronym um yeah so he's the money on this and i'm still arguing it's on the wrong border um oh i'm with you 100 percent i i Tester, as our senator too, I feel, should be pushing for the northern wall on this. I think he should be presenting to uh, the rest of the Senate along with Tester. Maybe, like, you know, I really wish that they were letting him do the uh, follow-up to the State of the Union instead of Stacey Abrams. In that regard, um, other than that, I think it's cool that Stacey Abrams is doing it, sure. But uh, I think that if they let him do it, and then he could present a northern wall. Uh, I should, and I would compromise in a southern wall so long as it's uh, around California. If we can uh, get that in the books, that would be great too. So, indeed, uh, you know, those California. I've I've made the comment before. Uh, Montana. I don't know if we get a lot of Californians or if this just feels like that um, because we're we're such a low population. Comparatively, so it's probably not a whole lot of Californians that come to Montana, but given the low population, it just feels like they're all coming here. Um, once again, if you're from California and you're leaving because of, uh, you know, their liberal government or their regulation or, or whatever, maybe don't vote the same way when you get to Montana. Advice I've given you before. Let's not make it a colder California. Well, no, oh, jeez. But I do appreciate having the second house and paying taxes on a house you only see three months out of the year. So, moving but, on. Yeah, now that we've argued about Tester for a while and and, and Californians in general, um, Bullock twenty twenty, according to Politico, that might be a thing. Uh, pick us up from Politico, where they say uh, Republicans appear to like him, which is uh. Interesting. I don't, I don't know what Republicans they're talking about. Uh, maybe not Montana Republicans. So, yeah, it's pretty well hated around here. Well, in that clan for sure. So, uh, maybe you know, he's a Montana Democrat, which I suppose makes him a uh, you know national moderate, to say the least. Uh, 
But they uh, they put a lot of emphasis on his big push for Medicaid in uh, in Montana. They're looking to expand that, and if he can get that done, it uh, it may give him some footing for uh, Bullock twenty twenty. Ooh, geez, just what we need one more person. Yeah, oh, who do we Kamala? Uh, let's see, Warren probably is Warren Clinton. actually in? Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Warren's in. Um, Maybe no, it can't be Clinton again. They they well. You know, I, She's not outright said no. From what it's been reported on, she's said that she's left the door open for it and things of that nature. So, um, you know, everyone's going to yell, please, God, no, if she does. I don't think she's got a chance. And she probably won't. But apart from that, you got Cory Booker also going there. So uh, whose test you're going to ball up with there? Is he going to ball up with Cory Booker? Is he going to ball up with Bullock? Well, he'd have to go with Bullock, uh, but you know he has played basketball with Cory Booker, so exactly basketball or Taco John's. Like, where's your heart lie there? <laughs> well, um, uh, I've, I've seen you're, and met John Tester. I know where his heart lies. <laughs> John, John, your your foot moves say uh, basketball, but but your your gut line says Taco John's. What uh, other states even have Taco John's? I thought it was a uh, sort of a northern western sort of thing, but you know I could be wrong. Um, you know I've never gone anywhere exotic uh, and and sought out a Taco John's, so I can't tell you. Well, if I'm ever in another state and I see one, I'm definitely stopping there. Well, you definitely should. It's a uh, you know staple. It's almost as um, especially for these small rural towns uh, like the McDonald's. Uh, I know there's. A decent one up in Browning, as I recall. Hopefully still open. Your Taco John's? Yeah, there's a Taco John's up yeah, there. Yeah, Taco John's it, is really good in Browning. It's uh, really good. Yeah, it's right next to the trailer that has, I don't know if it's a joke, it says Montana Democratic uh, Headquarters you know, on yeah. this rundown trailer. It's got to be a joke. That's. <laughs> I hope I've it's a joke. It. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. It looks like it might have been in actual headquarters at one time, but that was like in the eighties. Well, somebody should pull their sign down because it makes them look bad. Yeah, definitely. You know, things aren't going so well for the Democrats up there, or, or actually, they're going pretty well. But um, if that's their trailer, uh, another comment: Why is there a trailer? Just the 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 butt end of a trailer on Main Street is uh, probably another question, but. Each their own, I guess. They uh, don't aren't quite as scrutinizing as uh, Missoula is when it comes to regulations. Well, you can probably have a tiny house up there. And speaking of houses, um, yeah, I, I pointed it out uh, when we were doing our our native episode. I forget which one that was, and but I actually had the B roll of us driving through through Browning. A lot of new developments up there, new new houses that are mostly vacant at this point so i don't know if it's you know spending federal dollars for the sake of uh spend it or lose it or or what's going on with these houses that are built and vacant up there hmm. well that's a shame if they're left vacant and uh you know used with government money sounds like a waste of tax dollars sounds a bit like that well one might argue that a lot of this is but um well we'll Let's wrap it up. Uh, talking enough about walls and houses. We'll move on to locks. Uh, Mizzou, going back to Missoula, one man as apparently uh, for some reason uh, seems like he's the least affected. Like with a lot of things, the most outraged or the least affected. Um, he's upset about the locks on the Van Buren Bridge. And for those who don't know, it's a walking bridge that um, connects uh, across the river and it's only for walking. And we ripped off Paris with our, our love locks thing. And as I understand, Paris has also had to take their locks down because it was too heavy for the bridge. But uh, we've done the same thing, and one man wants them gone. I had no idea that we had a bunch, like, are they still actively hanging up there? Yep, absolutely. Uh, and this guy, want, uh, he, did he go out and try and knock them down himself? Uh, no, he's petitioning the government to uh, have them removed and possibly introduce a bill that would uh, make it a crime to put your locks up there. Who broke his heart? You, you know, that might be the question here. And, and his heart. I know, feel so. like there is a potential movie plot line here uh, underlying that could be used. Um, someone really did this man wrong. And I feel like there's probably 
a loved one uh, of his that has a lock up there who did not lock that lock with him, maybe. Locked that lock with another loved one. Oh, uh, that's... Thus breaking his heart. You know, that's that's got to be it. I can think of no other way why this guy is concerned about it. Um, he was concerned about the fish at first, and then uh, he made a comment about the... Apparently people throw the keys in the river, which I was not familiar with. Wouldn't you need those to get back in your car, you idiots? <laughs> no, the lock keys. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. Well, even more so, then you can't get the lock off. Foolish. Well, exactly. What if you break up with that person? Well, that's the idea. It's uh, symbolic that this will never need to be unlocked. Um, oh, so, well, if you're that serious about it, go get a tattoo. Oh, yeah. Face tattoo, for sure. With their name. Yeah, I, I see nothing that can go wrong there. Uh, absolutely. So, yeah, well, we ended on a happy note. Uh, the last episode was uh, pretty morbid, so... Um, I'm happy we did that about the locks. We'll, we'll ridicule this one man. I don't even want to name him. And at this point, I can't because uh, I have to... Apparently, I'm over my Missoulian article limit for the... Ever, basically. Yeah, need to do some subterfuge or something and get around that here. Indeed. Uh, you know, we're still a little short here on time. So, real quick. This is so unprofessional. But I'm just scanning through Great Falls uh, KRTV website here to see. Uh, we didn't mention... In the weather at all there is a vortex in it coming uh yeah it's headed this way uh, it's hitting as we speak as a matter of fact let me see what the weather is right now Let's see. is it negative degrees there uh uh almost right now it is two degrees outside jeez There's a little bit of snow showers going on there so that is, uh, I'm not looking forward to having to go outside. I will probably push that off until tomorrow, you know, afternoon, if I can help it. If I can manage it, I will just not go outside at all tomorrow. And, uh, I'll just, you know, push that off until Monday morning when I'm forced to do so when I go to work. Um, also in the news here, it looks like Cattleman's Cut in, uh, Great Falls, just outside of Great Falls on the way to Vaughn there, is relocated to the old on-the-border location in Marketplace in Great Falls. So oh, That's too bad. I like them. Nothing ever survives in that location. No, that's where uh, places go to die. So I'm hoping that they can stick it out there. Potentially this could be good for them because they already have uh, you know, that decent following, and this is a lot closer. So people Will it make a difference? Part of it, part of the allure was the drive to the middle of nowhere, I thought. Kind of, you know, it was fancy because, yeah, you had to drive out there. And then, you know, I remember, like, my grandparents would go out with us and buy everyone dinner. And then they'd get fucking loaded and we have to drive them back. But, um, Classic. Yeah, Classic. They, I don't know. This could be good. It's right down the way for a lot of people in Marketplace so or in uh, the Fox Farm area. So, uh, well, that's... You know, that's probably worth discussing. The uh, I don't know if it's a peril of moving. I mean, they were literally, they're halfway to Vaughn um, for our not Great Falls listeners. Uh, so I have no demographics on this. Perhaps we should work on the website and understand where our listeners are actually from. But I, could, I don't even know how many people are listening. So we'll work on that first. But Vaughn is about, uh, what's that, west of Great Falls? It was about 15 miles about or less? Yeah, it's west of Great Falls. I want to say about 15, 20 miles or so. Yeah, and Cattleman's Cut uh, was about halfway between Vaughn and, and Great Falls, and it was you know, certainly a short drive on the frontage road, and you know, it just had the it's existed there for what, decades, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, when it was there, the way you would describe it to people is it's just up the way, up the road from uh, really Wendy's. Well, there is no real Wendy's anymore. Uh, There's not, but then uh, people would ask you what really Wendy's is, and then you'd be like, "What? oh, well, what's really Wendy's? And then you could go and do a conversation about what really Wendy's is. Oh, did you... Well, for the listeners who don't know, Real Wendy's was a former strip club which was shut down in Great Falls for accusation prostitution, I believe. 
Indeed. Um, I remember I talked to a gal who used to work there as a dancer, and uh, she told me that uh, at one of the meetings when she first started working there, the manager uh, telling all the girls there said basically, you know, you can get a tip for any of the work there, but you can't get paid for it. So if you want to give them a hand job and they tip you for it, that's fine. So that's well, the kind of place that was. Uh, there was another uh, incident with them. Um, part of it was the, uh, you know, maybe alleged prostitution, but apparently um, the dancers were, they tried to write them as independent contractors and they actually paid to do it. And I think the uh, Supreme Court has actually upheld that uh, they are not independent contractors because the uh, club has too much or club. I'm calling it a club. It's a, <laughs> it's essentially a bar off a stage um, has too much control over them. So they're actually employees, even if they have to pay to get up on stage, which just seems such like a weird way to set that up, I suppose. So they got in trouble for that as well, as I recall. That's wild. Yeah. Um, is that like everywhere? Or is that just Montana? That is everywhere. I, that, I think that went to the Supreme Court here. Uh, I just saw a thing on Vice about how um, the Super Bowl tomorrow is going to make the strip clubs in Atlanta go crazy. So is uh, it uh, going to be a lot of money there? I guess two of like the like most famous strip clubs in Atlanta are like just Kitty Corner like three blocks or so away from the stadium, the new Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So, yeah, I saw uh, a Mercedes driving down the street and had a Vote Republican sticker on it, but I was like, isn't that a bit redundant? I mean, you're already driving a Mercedes. You don't need to tell me that. Yeah, they uh, make a good car, they make a good stadium. So, So... This was a discussion, I pulled this up from the Bozum Daily Chronicle dating back to 2003, um, and it makes mention that they were independent contractors at that time. Um, that was Teasers out in Three Forks, I believe it is. Is Yeah, maybe oh, yeah. Bozeman does not have that same strip club problem that Billings does, or Billings actually doesn't. They have a uh, prostitution problem, I suppose, well, as we Teasers discussed in our last Well, Teasers has episode. a, uh, I don't know, that, that's more of a high-end one. Um, I guess it's got that same allure that really Wendy's was going for of like, you know, it's out in the middle of nowhere, whereas really Wendy's more brought a vibe of like, it's out in the middle of nowhere, um, next to the stockade for the cattle auction. And then when you heard that, you're like, oh, instead with this, it was, uh, teasers. It's on the exit to, uh, uh, Bozeman there three forks and Townsend and uh, you get there and it's right down the road from a town pump yeah, it's very it, civilized there it's, it's a very I've big, never been, nice uh, town as pump. I mentioned in the previous episode and but it's... then on top of that the teasers is attached to an Adam and Eve uh, to, uh, toy store you know or adult toy store but that's like a national chain so that's also a top brand you know yeah, I suppose. That, that has really changed. You just have to go to dark alleys to get these. Th and we're going back into a previous episode where we discussed this. <laughs> uh, but you're right. that it, Having only driven by it, it does seem like a higher class establishment than uh, Real Wendy's or it's Billings Contemporary Planet Lockwood, which are, was about equal in class, I thought. <laughs> yeah, Planet Lockwood, from what I understand, was kind of like the playground. Um, anyways... Regardless, though, to kind of deter the subject away from strip clubs and prostitution there, potentially, uh, we didn't even mention Butte, and I feel like we need to mention Butte, because oh, well, people, Butte got fucking crazy. It got really Butte in Butte this week. Well, not from a Butte resident, apparently, just a, a bus guy, it sounds like. Uh, held up a bus for a while, said he had a bomb. Yeah, the uh, KRTV article on it, if you guys go check it out, is pretty awesome. Uh, they have a picture of the man who was taken hostage. He kind of looks like somebody who would take a bus hostage. Uh, but his, He was the victim here, as I recall. His interview 
to the uh, CBS affiliate is just it's probably gold. the best. It's, it's probably the best interview I've seen from a local personality within the state all year. Um, he hit all the great points, and then you know it sounds like he said all the right things to the man who took him hostage. He sided with him. Uh, he got in some good quirks there. And yeah, you know, he just gave a good solid interview all the way around. The thing I didn't like about the interview, though, is that this guy who interviewed him with the Butte CBS affiliate, his name's like John Emi or something, um, he did this weird, weird-ass cut-in of himself asking questions to the man. Well, wouldn't uh, that be an editor's problem? Or Well, the thing is, Jim, that at this level, these guys edit their own packages a lot of time, and I know that this guy edited his own package. Well, he just wanted to be seen in it. Uh, exactly. Like, so he, uh, yeah, he threw himself into this package the same way that uh, Anderson Cooper would on an episode of 60 Minutes or something. But They only have one camera, so did is... he like, jump out from behind the camera and get right next to the guy? I remember the interview, but <laughs> I think I saw it edited, so I only saw the actual victim. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it it looks really weird too because it's like at a different height, and like it's different lighting, so it it almost he looks like it's in a different fact. room, and it's just like what the f- like it, it really does not fit at all. But he like asks the question and then he kicks right back to the same angle that the dude was in, so it almost makes you wonder if he like asked that question after the fact, like after he's like, okay, I'll see you later, thanks for stopping in. And then after he left, he's like, all right, uh, get the camera set up here. I got to ask all these questions again. That is, uh, you know, maybe he's trying to get out of the Butte market. You got to be very. uh, Potentially. uh, This guy's been working for this affiliate since uh, I was working for the local affiliate. And I got to say that his packages are really just like laughable and Oh, they're just bad. I remember there was one where he, uh, I believe it was him, he had a package where he did like a, a stand-up shot is what they call it, where they um, stand there essentially and just talk about the subject that they're uh, shooting about. And for this one, he was on a playground for whatever reason, but he like was underneath some playground equipment and he like crawled out from underneath it in like a trench coat like thing he was wearing and oh man yeah it, it, it was just <laughs> there's no non um socially acceptable way to wear a trench coat anymore Sorry indeed that, that died and in 2002 or whatever year it was precisely so. and no matter what he was talking about i couldn't tell you because the second that i saw him crawl out from underneath that playground equipment in that coat immediately ah he just uh, I, I lost all train of thought about what the topic of the the piece was about. So, jeez. Anyways, Butte man, we're glad that you're safe. Uh, yep, welcome on the show anytime. It was gold. Mr. And I just remember seeing the footage of him getting off the bus. I mean, he's smoking a cigarette while he's doing. You got to smoke on the bus, so you got that going for you. But he, he probably has a smoker's lung because he takes three steps and then. Immediately does the rocky sh- shakes fists in the air like I'm the champion, and then walks casually away from the bus. Yeah, he uh, got it out pretty quick there. Um, Apparently, screwed. he punched the guy, so or, or defended himself somehow. So, yeah, it's uh, Butte versus everybody is what they say. So, whoever this no. dude was, uh, he got off on the wrong fucking town. I tell you what. Yeah, you should. Yeah, not Butte. Would have ended differently if he's in Missoula. And, yeah, they say should have got out from Missoula. They would have would have probably let you go. No, they would have consulted a focus group to uh, determine how we got to this point of microaggressions or actual aggressions. But, Brought in uh, a psychologist to deep dive on his personal life. Yep. Yeah, uh, well, if everyone on that bus was armed, it'd be a very different situation, and probably a few more people getting shot, probably. So, well, that's why I wasn't a bus in Jordan. Exactly. You got to plan these right. But it sounds like this guy was confused and wanted to see the governor, or some officials, or something. You, you may and know. Zinke. Maybe this is a rule for future casts. Luckily, we don't have many of these 
you know, terrible incidents, but uh, I suppose we're not giving attention to the uh, victors here, or the assailants, I guess we should say. So, yeah, no, we, we, uh, the only person that we named here is... Uh, uh, called out a report. Baumgartner or... is his name, and he is the guy who was taken hostage. So, uh, whoever the uh, crazy non-Tana uh, assailant, we'll call him that. Yeah, from Spokane, apparently. Of course. Figures. Yeah, yeah, figures. And also, kudos to that bus driver. Apparently, he was able to, uh, after he got off the bus, he disabled the bus from the back. So that bus was going nowhere. Oh, good. So uh, good on them. You're, you really took the distance there. I mean, he's a, you know, he's a bus driver. You could just get off and not care about a thing. And, uh, and nobody would uh, you know question him about anything. So basically, from what I understand, a lot of those places run under LLCs. So, yeah, the second he stops off and uh, clocks out, I think he kind of rids himself of any responsibilities to an extent. Yep. Uh, you know, I wonder if we got overtime for that. Uh, was Butte his last stop? Uh, we couldn't be sure they run a ring. But, yeah, we'll be more concerned about bus schedules at a, at a later time. Indeed. Well... That well, we pushed got good... right about at, uh, 50 minutes there. Yeah, but where did the time go? Well, I suppose we'll get this one in the book, uh, episode 18 of Montana Voices. Indeed. Um, you know, we don't have to go over every, all the business nah, stuff. We, we did that in the, the header there. But uh, um, we, exciting things are coming in the future for Montana's Voices. Uh, we'll, hopefully we'll be some guest hosts as well. I've got a, a few contacts that are working out to of people of influence that um, may join and may offer their take, which is uh, very different than ours, even though, like I said, I am a Republican now. So we'll uh, we'll look forward to that in the future. Indeed. should be a great time in the future. It'll be as soon as next week, but uh, things will be released. And if you want to reach out to us, uh, you know, please do. We are, of course, on any social media you can find, uh, some we don't even use, but we're there. Um, even YouTube comments, we uh, we do check those and and heed those, and you know take your suggestions. Uh, maybe not use them all the time. Sometimes they're not so great. But if you have ideas for future topics, things you'd like to discuss, or even if you'd uh, possibly like to be on either in any capacity, a short uh, or a, even a longer guest hosting fashion, um, let us know. The worst we can say is is no. Indeed, the absolute worst we can say is no. Um, the absolute worst we can do is not block you by any means. Absolutely. Well, thanks for listening to episode 18 of Montana Voices.